Hey guys, welcome to episode 28 of the 1020 Soul Shop Talk podcast. Uh, today we have the big man on the back end. We got Thomas. The big back end, yes. <laughs> yeah, I might rename this. <laughs> the work is on the back end. So to start off with today, the last time, last week I was giving away, uh, we're giving away two of these hats, uh, the gray and white hats. And I don't, I don't exactly know what I did wrong, but apparently the, the discount code didn't work. So we're going to do something different this time that's a little bit better to make up for it. Um, all of our swag, any of our swag that's on the website is going to be uh, on sale. If you, if you order one of anything, you'll get 25% off. If you order two uh, of any swag, it's 50% off. And if you order five or more of anything in our swag list, it's 75% off all of it. So it's better than like one hat for free that you didn't actually get for free because I messed it up. Yeah. I think that's good. I agree. So the code for that is, uh, is here comes Thomas. <laughs> all capitals, no spaces. Here comes Thomas. Um, you can get there at uh, 1020diesel.com. Uh, under the diesel swag category or 1023.com forward slash diesel dash swag. Anything there on a sale. Um, We were going to have Robert and Thomas uh, today, which is why we have the table turned and it's a little more square. Um, But no, no Robert this time. He's actually going to join me next week for our Thanksgiving show. And uh, so we just get Thomas. That's right. He was too busy working. Yeah, he's working. You can probably hear there. They decided to run forklifts um, as soon as we decided to start streaming. So that's right. I think there's an on-air Shit. button out there that uh, says "make as much noise as possible." Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. How how dare they work? <laughs> We're up here just goofing off. So uh, so Thomas has been with us for well, no, right? Two years. Two years. Yeah, because that was. December, first part of December. Yeah. For two years, and basically he's been the guy behind um, almost all of the support. Um, everything from, you know, order processing to emails, fixing every single thing that's broken when things don't go right. Um, he's, he's the one to yell at. Or he's the one that's, that gets yelled at when things don't work. That's right. And he's been good at it. I try. People, people yell at me first, and then they yell at you. Because I'm like, I don't know, man. That's that's right. a, then I just say, man, you got to talk to that other guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been a big, uh, a big part of making sure that our, um, our store has been able to run smoothly the last couple of years. As, uh, especially like, like the build plans um, have been taking up a lot more time for me. And like, there's something about trying to like, you know, answer phone calls and order products and track products and build calls and all that that doesn't work for one person. So I was glad to have, it's glad to have you helping us. Yeah, man. Um, it's been, uh, it's been cool to, you know, just see how the, how that's developed, you know, definitely more of a logistical mindset. Um, yeah. and, and just trying to make sure that we keep things moving, mm-hmm. um, try not to forget too many things, you know, um, it gets cumbersome when you've got when you've got so many like different orders and vendors and dealers and things shipping from all mm-hmm. over the place, like uh, like if 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 
if like one thing gets messed up or we're waiting on more information or something like that, and it takes like two days to, to figure out what that is, like being able to come back to that in the middle of being piled on top of everything else, like or buried under everything else, like it gets, it gets complicated. Like you got to stay in it constantly. It's true. And the, the world is constantly changing too. Yeah. You know, it's, it'd be one thing if we're doing our normal, our, our normal workload and, and it wasn't all these, all these different changes that just keep coming up. Yeah, you know, as you see, so, so supply um, chain issues across the board, across the U.S., across the world, and uh, they're affecting us as well. The supply chain issues and the the like the the forever price increases on almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to keep up with that alone is hard. I mean, it's like there's way too many products from way too many vendors that are just like changing by a dollar or two here and there, and like it's crazy. And then timelines, like trying to manage, trying to manage timelines. Like we try to say like on our, on our store, like if you go to order, you know, anything, it should give you an idea of like when it should ship. Is it, you know, one or two days that ship the same day? Is it ship mm-hmm. in eight weeks? And a lot of stuff, like we can't really, like we don't know when stuff is going to ship and like trying to keep up with like, um, like all of a sudden one thing that we can normally get in a day, or a week takes three or four months. That's frustrating. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it's also nice when, you know, it's never too much to bug us and remind us sometimes because things can get buried. Oh, yeah. And there's times when customers will, you know, ping us and they're like, hey, what about this? And like, ooh, you know, it was on my radar, but, you know, with the other five million things going on, Yep. It just slipped kind of to the backside just a little bit. So thanks for that reminder. Let me double check that for you. Yep. So it kind of brings things back up to the top of the pile. Yeah. So. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you also, you have an excursion. You're a 7.3 guy. But before you had an excursion, you had an OBS. I did. And so. you did, like, you basically rebuilt the whole truck, right? That sucker was rallied. It was road hard, put up wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it drove down the road, it was driving down sideways because the rear end was an inch and a half off. Oof. So, uh, I mean, it was just, it needed a lot of TLC. So I, I ended up buying another a parts truck. It was an old slope truck. And uh, that became the donor for so many different things i ran the the 95 engine in the 97 while i rebuilt the 97 drive lines axles um i i swapped everything i could and needed to mm-hmm. and uh and then i did a master over uh, motorcraft what a master overhaul yeah i think that's what it's called so uh i mean just went through the guts of that thing that was the first engine i'd ever rebuilt and you did so, all of it yourself for the most part, I, I had a, uh, uh, this is when I was still active duty here at Fort Richardson, and uh, uh, the machinist there at the Auto Skills Center helped me with some of the machining and, and doing some of the stuff I had no clue about. He was more of a gas guy, yeah, and so we were both kind of learning at the same time. And, so you uh, did, even the machining work, you guys you guys handled them, like you didn't send it all off to a machine shop. Nice. No, he, he helped with that stuff as well. That's a so, big project to jump into. It It was. And it was, you know, little by little, uh, you know, I, I actually just had a notification this morning pop up in Facebook that was all about that old truck. Yeah. So it was a kind of a burgundy crew cab long bed, um, just a pretty truck. 
Um, and, but it just, it came down to the point where it was kind of my baby, but it couldn't fit my whole family. Yeah. So since I've got six kids and I ended up coming to the point realization, I was like, well, you know, I think I'm going to look at an excursion. Yeah. And, uh, and you found a clean one. I did. It does need some work. It's time to get into that engine compartment and, and, uh, fix some of the, uh, some of the things that are we know that it updated. at least needs an H pop really bad. Yes. That was like, I think on the, when we dynoed it last couple weeks ago, it was like in the street tune. We weren't even in the, we didn't even get into a race tune and we were down, wasn't it below 2000 PSI or was I, it just above? It 2000? was hitting the low, low, almost mid to 20, like 23, 2400, I think is the most okay. we got out of it. Yeah. So yeah. pick up a lot of pep by getting yeah. that addressed for sure. Yep. And there's, you know, I need to also do the the pedestal delete mm-hmm. or kind of looking at doing a T4 kit. So I can't, might as, if I'm going to go in there, I need up pipes. I need the pedestal. I need the turbos yep. on its last leg. So it's time to just kind of really get into it and, and do it right. I can split the discount with you. You'll do uh... <laughs> Can we put that on the swag discount? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I would How like many to. items is that? <laughs> Can we just buy like the intercooler pipes and the turbo separate, not in a kit? <laughs> Make yeah. that our five products. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you were you were thinking about doing like two hundred five eighties and a three sixty four and a half. Are you still on those lines, or you just don't know yet? That or, you know, we, we kind of talked about doing a unlimiteds hybrid, which is what a little bit bigger than that. The two hundred five two fifty eighty. Yeah. Is there... I think that's their smallest, their yeah. smallest hybrid. 80. Which is, it's oh. the same thing. I mean, limit pulse width a little bit, and you've you've got the same injector. Yeah. And I know it. I know a tuner, so you could probably make that happen. Vaughn, I'm talking about Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of the route I'm, uh, I'm looking at going, you know. Sounds like it'd be fun, and... Uh, yeah. Well, it leaves you a lot of room to grow. Um, I'm, I don't know. I've said this before. I've broken too many things to really want to, like, I don't want anything anymore. I just want stock. I just want it to not break. It's like, you got things to do. And, but I do appreciate trucks that have the ability to make power mm-hmm. and be fun to drive. Yeah. You know, I want, I definitely want, I, I don't need a something. I'm not going to take it to the track and race it. Yeah. Um, you know, Definitely, we'll do another dyno day once we get everything done. Just oh yeah, see if we can't put some of these other guys in the shop, uh, beat them. <laughs> um, Didn't wasn't yours the highest anyway? Um, no, I think that other um, than Robert's, his doesn't count. I think Kyle's OBS beat me out just because I was having ICP issues. I couldn't remake. Yeah, and I guess he has he had ADs in it anyway. He had the yeah. same Super Duty injectors, so mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Uh, and you, your, your family rig outside of the excursion, you've got an, what is it? It's an NV Nissan NV 3,500. And you'd like so, that thing, right? Oh yeah. Toe is like a champ, just not very good fuel mileage. It does. I, I get eight to nine miles per gallon when, when towing the, the family, uh, 33 foot, uh, travel trailer. Yeah. And, uh, it's a beast, uh, puts out. From the factory, it says 375 
on the horsepower and like 385 on torque. Pretty, pretty peppy for what's basically yeah. a van. It's a got the Titan uh, big V8 and yeah, it, it it rides nice. You're just not in it for gas mileage. Yeah. Just hauling the family around and <laughs> and just about whatever you want to. Is that you were you were saying before too that because it's basically a truck chassis, it's like the Nissan Titan chassis that you can they can convert it to four wheel drive using the same like front end and stuff from the truck? They can. Like is it like the transfer case, all that stuff is I think it's like ninety five percent of the, the parts are straight out of off of the uh, Titan. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, and so there's a few mod things that they have to mod up. So there's a there's a place out of Canada that I'm gonna I'm looking into seeing if I can't get that thing shipped down there and having yeah. the four wheel drive put on because this time of year it's really nice to have uh, be able to get out of your own way. Oh yeah, when you pull out into an intersection, does it handle so, good with two wheel drive though? Just it like, really does. Yeah, you know it's a little bit slower whenever the the, the a fresh snow is on the ground. Yeah, uh, just because you're you're such a big rig, but uh, when the streets are once they've been plowed and everything, it handles great. Yeah, uh, there'll be no no going off roading on that thing. Yeah, <laughs> even onto the grass without some four wheel drive. Yeah, I um, I had never had. A new vehicle. Well, I had the 2014 6.7 in a couple years ago. I had that for like six months. Other than that, I've never had like a nice newer vehicle. They've always been older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this spring when we bought a new Equinox for my wife. Also, I've never wrecked anything. I've never had an insurance claim. Never been any sort of wreck. Uh, and then I jackknifed the trailer into the side of it. Smash the side of it. And then uh, yesterday, I was, I was pulled into um, the McDonald's parking lot. Don't shame me for that. Hey. I was hungry, and that's, that's what was open. Right. <laughs> and we were, we were just sitting in line, and the lady in front of me just, like, backs up and just, like, smashes into the car. And it wasn't even, like, a, like a, like a slow tap and stop. It, like, took a while to stop. <laughs> it's like... I'm just like sitting there waiting for them to like stop pushing on the car. I'm like, she was committed. You hit something. <laughs> she was committed you hit to something. backing up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah, you're still hitting something. <laughs> <laughs> so that car, and now I'm like, and it was funny because Kayla like never wanted to get a new car because she didn't want it to get damaged or scratched. And then I've I've now right. smashed it twice in like six months. I don't know. That's the that's the way it seems to happen sometimes. Yeah. So, well, it's it's now got that old car feel. Yeah, it's kind of makes me a little sick now. Right. So other than uh, other than the T4 kit and the possible 25080s in your excursion, what do you plan to do to it? There's some just normal that the driver's side seat got the rip like everybody else's truck just about has. Yeah. Um, I went ahead and bought a new cushion and, and a seat cover for it, so... Little kind of cosmetic stuff like that. There's a few small things, um, you know. The um, I I, I want to get rid of the blocks in the back. You know, the the lift kit that it has got it has the blocks. I'd like to kind of switch things around because um, it's it's just excursions are known. Especially the 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 2000s didn't have the sway bar in the rear. I added one, but they're just kind of squirrely in the rear end. Yeah, you know. 
different kind of back end. Um, since we're kind of talking about back ends today, <laughs> back end support. So the excursions need a little bit of extra back end support. So there's little things there and there that I, I'd like to do. You know, I don't know. I I'll, I'll go for keeping the the, the engine, uh, getting that back up to to speed because there's a lot of. I was up in there just checking things over yesterday, or, and and it's just there's oil all over the place. That engine is so nasty. Yeah. So it's definitely time for some for some TLC from the pedestal. Is it leaking or? Oh, it was the, from everything that's leaked. There's the the pedestal. There's the the cack boots are are leaking in multiple places. The um, the the CCV um, right there that's it just covered in oil. Mm. So definitely numerous areas that I've got to address as we kind of spruce things up. Yeah. So yeah, they like to leak. That the first seven three that I had the the crew cab. The, I don't know if you remember, remember the blue one like. Six, eight, eight years ago, I guess it was. Um, I think that that was probably back when you had your had gotten your OBS around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an old slope truck. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think I paid like two thousand dollars for it with a plow. It was pretty bad. Um, but it was like it was just like a constant like running leak. Just everything that could possibly leak was always leaking. And one time I had taken it up um, a Patrick's Pass and made it all the way to the top, drove around, came back down. And then the, was it, was it Palmer, Wasilla Fishhook? Where that, was that gas station uh, mm-hmm. right at the bottom of the mountain? And, like, the truck just, like, died coasting down. Of course, I was doing the speed limit, which is pretty fast there. So, um, coasted down the rest of the hill and, like, couldn't get it started back up again. And, uh, and then started noticing that there was, like, a lot of, a lot of slicks in the road behind me. And that the O ring on the ICP sensor had apparently failed, and I think I ended up—I don't remember what I did. I I pulled an O ring off of something else and shoved it on there and grabbed some oil for like eighteen dollars <laughs> yep. a quart at the gas station and drove it home. Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of a pain when it comes to leaks. You know, I don't expect it to be completely dry, but there's some areas that are definitely excessive. Like just uh, just did the oil cooler. Uh, the weekend before last, so it was it was just leaking, last leaking oil. Oh man, especially when it gets temperatures like we're having right now. Yeah, um, it was it was pouring out oil, and when I pulled those O rings off, man, uh, the big green one on the inside just snapped in half. <laughs> it was uh, it was done. So did you have a hard time getting it back together? Oh no, we used the press. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's. It's almost funny, like you see the post on Facebook, mm-hmm. like, and they can be a pain, like, like completely illogical. Like, how in the world is it so hard to put these back together? Oh, yeah. The first time when I was doing the OBS, I was it was just me in the shop in my shop at home with a rub, one of the dead blow mallets, yeah. just trying to get that sucker back together. It was pain. You hit it, it just like keeps bouncing back yep. off on the O ring. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes they slip right on, no problems at all. Sometimes no. it works good. Yeah, talk about leakers when I first. When I first laid eyes on the uh, my OBS, it was pulling into the parking lot where I was meeting them. I was on mid-tour leave from Afghanistan, and it blew the heads. So there was oil everywhere. Blew the heads? Yeah. What Head gaskets mean? blew on the on the 7.3 when, when they were pulling into the, the parking lot. Wow. Yeah. And it leaked oil out? Oh, there was oil going everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was... Wasn't it... 
That was, okay, that was on the rebuilt engine? Nope. That was when I first laid eyes on it before I even bought oh, it. Oh, gotcha, before you bought it. And and I was like, okay, well, you know, let's go take it to a reputable mechanic and let's uh, let's talk. And uh, that was another service member's wife that I was, he was deployed. Yeah. And so, you know, it was uh, probably paid too much for the truck and the, with a, with blown heads and, and, and all the stuff that went through, but she was also, you know, she kind of paid way too much for the work she had done before I took it from her. Yeah. But uh, in the end, it was, a, it was a cool project. I learned a lot, uh, especially that 97 year. A lot of your literature stops at 96 hmm. on some of this stuff. You're like, okay, well, I guess it applies to the 97, and then it jumps over to, you know, your, your 99s. And yeah. every once in a while, Especially on some of the old stuff, there was actually a '98 thrown in there every once in a while on some of the different things. But um, it was it was kind of interesting, just to, all the different little bits and pieces that it goes to, making sure that you're getting the right gasket and, and um, you know pickup tube gaskets and and all the different little intricacies of things. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I did a a billet wheel and a I. I'm guessing at the time it, it might have been the 360 kit from from KC um, or Riff Raff. I don't even remember who I got that through. But I had to have the inside where that bearing sits machined out, machined out because it had a groove in it from junk getting blown through it. Yeah. Um, but it was a it was one hell of a project. My my wife called it the uh, jigsaw puzzle from hell. <laughs> <laughs> and you did most of that from. From a donor truck, uh, yeah, uh, or a lot of the work you had done too was from donor truck. Any any uh, parts that I didn't weren't completely replacing, um, yeah. I could pull off the donor truck. You know, yeah. so that makes it a lot easier. Oh yeah, and you learned a lesson about PCMs too, right? I did. Uh, I was running the ninety seven with on the ninety five, and it kept dying. And you know, it took me forever. It would just I'd be coming off the highway. RPMs had come down because I was it was a manual, and the the engine was out of an automatic. So, along with the the other PCM, the PCM yeah. was from an automatic, but it was going in your truck. Which engine in the PCM, but yeah. I didn't retra- replace the PCM at first because I didn't know. Yeah, uh, I had no clue. Finally, after researching and researching, I finally was like, you know, this is an OBD one truck that was OBD two truck. Maybe there's a difference here. Yeah. You know, and once I changed out the PCM to match it, it worked great. Never, never died on me again. So now I know a little bit more about it. Now that I work here, I was like, I had no clue why. Yeah. That's the thing that's, that's hard is like, I can kind of remember not knowing anything about these trucks and remember like how frustrating it was to not understand like where do you find the information you're looking for like sure you can google it you can search forms or whatever but it's mm-hmm. it's hard to find consistent information or a direct answer to your question and i guess sometimes i kind of take that for granted now like but it is cool and i i appreciate the you know being in this position where we can actually take the um we can take the time to quickly answer a question that otherwise would take somebody you know a week or or spend a lot of time on it and get the wrong answer and spend a lot of money on the wrong parts. Yeah. So I have a question for you on that, though. From a from your standpoint, what are ways that you think that we could improve uh, sharing information or answering questions? Like, how could we present 
from a support side, 1023, um, to make better use of information that we have for people who might have a hard time finding otherwise? Hmm. Or do you think what we're doing is is well, good? I think we're 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 kind of going that direction. You mm-hmm. know, is is the more you, um, like like you were doing in some of the some of the I guess the middle podcasts, they were a little bit shorter, a little bit more on a specific topic. Mm-hmm. You know, and as people, you know, either send in their topic um, questions. Uh, different things, and we can kind of go through and say, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we should do something specific to that. That yeah. way it can be a dedicated, you know, five, maybe a 10-minute if it needs mm-hmm. um, additional information put in there. I think those are those are very valuable. I can't tell you more and more. I, I talked to a customer just uh, yesterday that said he, you know, he'd been going through our stuff, and he, he – you could tell that he'd been trying to apply what you've been putting out yeah. and in, in answering some of his own questions, he just wanted a little bit more clarification on X and Y. Um, but um, it's, I constantly get feedback that they really enjoy the amount of data that we put into it as well. Yeah. So, and that's, that's one of the hardest things is trying to break stuff down in a way that you can find it quickly mm-hmm. Because it doesn't, like, like it's kind of like when you go look at a recipe. <laughs> this is like, the most infuriating thing. I'm building my wife, um, like, a, a website where she can manage all of her recipes for at home. Okay. And uh, in that process, I'm just, like, been researching, like, recipe websites and, like, trying to get a feel because I don't, I don't cook. I don't do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, to, to get most times you go to a recipe website, like, to get to the actual recipe – you've got to read about somebody's whole life story first. And it's like, I don't want to do that. And that's kind of what it feels like. Like, And, the, you know, it's cool doing these podcasts that are longer or whatever. You can, if you follow along, I'm sure you can learn something from it. Um, but it's not really useful if you're just searching for a quick answer about something. Right. And I know we've gone back and forth on uh, different ways that we can present information that's that's good and useful but quick enough to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's kind of difficult to do. So I think, you know, one of the things we had talked about was like on the product pages uh, for like any of like the most, the more common products having like a short, uh, like you know, script it. So it's very concise and clear, like a short, like three to five minute video or something. Maybe even less like a three minute video, mm-hmm. um, like a quick description of like when that would make sense to use. So I, I think that's something that we could work on for sure. And I think, you know, the podcast, I think they're a good step, but yeah, I really don't think it's enough either. And like part of it is, you know, we get a lot of questions, you and I both, on because we present a lot of information now, like people ask us a lot of questions because they're like, okay, well, these guys can answer it. And that's good, except like we can't handle everyone's questions. (laughs) And so if we can have a, you know, better platform and, you know, keep working towards a better platform where uh, the information can be found without having to ask. I think that's going to help uh, us too in the yeah. long run. And, you know, then there's there's a certain limit to how much we can put out as well. Yeah. So, I mean. It's, it's time consuming. Yeah. You know, we're not going to know what, what bolt goes in every single hole. Yeah. On each and every truck for every year model. You know, there's, there's, there's a certain time frame where you got to limit your scope and, and, 
and kind of focus in on what exactly is kind of our our, our area. Yeah. So in our, in our at the end of the day, our area is is parts. That's um, you know tuning to the side of it. Sort of. It's it's more or less like our job is to support parts. Like, you know, give an explanation as to what is going to make sense for each individual person, and um, and then support the product. That's yeah. That's really what our business is, um, at least the online side of it. I've thought, you know, having a, like we thought about doing like a, like a, wouldn't be a Q&A, but like just having a database of basically questions and answers where it's, you know, easily searchable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that would be good. You know, we, we also thought about having a forum too, where we could answer a lot of questions um, on forums. People could ask and join or whatever. The problem with forums is that not that I don't think everyone should be able to have a voice. That's fine. That's what Facebook is for or forms are usually for, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of information that's not right. And then you think that it sounds like it could be right. And, uh, or even worse, it, half right. Yeah. Because they, they might lead you in the right direction, but with the wrong outcome, you know, it's like there's so much misinformation, but they could be close. Yeah. But it's still going to cause you a lot of headaches or, you're just still broke. Yeah. Your, your truck's still broke. Yeah. That's where, like, I think uh, a lot of the questions that we get asked are because somebody saw it mm-hmm. or read it somewhere on a forum, and it's like, even you're like, okay, yeah, you're right, uh, but your reason is totally wrong. And so mm-hmm. if you keep down that path, um, you're going to end up with problems. Like, yes, yes, you are correct on this. But how you got there was not the right way to do it. Right. You know, I had a guy on a Facebook, one of the forums, or Facebook groups, and I was having having surging issues when the truck was cold. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, you know, gas pedal, you know, maybe maybe it's being too sensitive or it's going out. And I was like, hey, do you still have your exhaust back pressure system on your, on your, on your pedestal? Mm-hmm. Is it? Act, acting up the way mine is because mine will rob all my power from me because it's malfunctioning. It's opening and closing mm-hmm. excessively because um, it needs to be replaced yeah, or deleted. Um, and, you know, I was the only one on that thread that made that example. And he was like, oh, that sounds right in line about what I'm, what I'm dealing with. Yeah. So, you know, it's just you just never know what you're going to get or the, the what what people are going to say. And if it's going to be applicable to that situation. Yeah. And then it's not that useful though, especially like that's one of the problems with Facebook is like, maybe you did know the right answer, mm-hmm. but when there's 30 other people that gave you the wrong answer, you're just going to get bogged down. Like it, it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But I, that, I guess that's another thing that's important is like, I, I really think that if you want to modify a seven, three, you should definitely be prepared to get some sort of diagnostic equipment, like just yeah, a, a CTS, a edge CTSs or the Insight CTS, they're great. Mm-hmm. Like they can data log, you can watch live data, you can read and clear codes with them. They're not that expensive. Um, they're not really like a the best diagnostic tool, but they they are sure. you know functional and usable every day. Um, but having something, I mean, you can you can easily weed out a lot of those problems. Like some, like in that case, if somebody's like, oh, it's your your uh, ICP sensor, your CPS, whatever. Uh, if you had 
a tool, a very simple tool. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could answer that question really quickly. You know, where you just by guessing, it's you know a lot of times you can guess your way to an answer, but at, at the end of the day, like having data is what's going to solve the problem um, for most people. Yeah. So yeah, everybody needs to get a, a monitor if you don't have one. I don't know if they're going to be on sale or not. What do you expect for Black Friday um, right now for uh, sales? Have you gotten anything from any companies? Do you know who's going to be offering discounts right now? Got a couple. So I know that there's going to be some uh, some things from CNC Fab. It will not be H-Pops. Yeah. Those are they're having, uh, they're having uh, difficulty keeping up with current demand. So um, if you're listening and you've purchased an H-Pop from us and haven't returned your core... Hey, now's a good time to do that. And uh, and then also... Send your cores. <laughs> send in your cores. Um, Casey Turbos is going to be doing a, a promotion as well. So as far as I know, I, those are the only two that I've seen. Yeah. I think I saw something else, but I don't think it was really applicable to 7.3 stuff. That's yeah. all we care about anyway. Nobody, nobody cares about this. Crappy crap. Cummins or Duramaxes. Um, yeah, I don't. Did did uh like Unlimited and Full Force? Did they do a discount last year? Do you remember? I know Irate usually did, but they didn't. I don't think they did for twenty twenty. I don't recall. Yeah. So, and I haven't seen anything from them as of yet. So. Yeah. So yeah, CNC and KC. There'll yeah. be some stuff. Right. When do those start, you know? I'd have to look that up. Maybe we're not supposed to talk about that. We can just talk about it. So just a reminder uh, for the swag, here comes Thomas is the code. Any of our swag, uh, there's going to be uh, one one swag item, 25% off, two items, 50% off, five or more items, five or more swag uh, piece, pieces, what do you call? Items. Well, yeah, I guess items, yeah. That just sounds weird. Five or more swag items, 75% off with the code. Here comes Thomas, all capitals, no spaces. Um, so one of the things that, that I've thought about is, because there's this weird thing where every time I invite one of you guys, I ask you to come on the podcast, you're like, well, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know why everybody asks me that. Because <laughs> uh, we want to know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, no, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, so maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should make some shirts that just says, I don't know. I don't plan. Come on, man. I don't plan or something like that. And then we can do let's go Brandon on the back. <laughs> I knew that was coming in. <laughs> I was thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see when those are supposed to start, those uh, discounts for Casey? Yeah, CNC is going to be active from the 25th to the 29th. Casey, looks like that one is going to go from the 22nd. Through the 29th. Sweet. So, a couple days. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a little bit of work to do to get those uh, all up and set up on the site so everybody can take advantage of those. So, I asked you what you think we can improve. You gave me a non answer. You answered the other question, uh, which was going to be what do, you, what do you like about what we're doing? What do you think? But I'll, I'll ask it more directly this time. What do you think of what we do you appreciate the most from a support standpoint? You're going to have to 
lead me on that one a little bit more because <laughs> I don't have a clue um, how to answer that. I guess what I'm getting at is I want I want feedback from everyone on what we want, like what what we can do to be better. Like ultimately, like that that weighs on me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're we we talk all the time about things we can do better, things that are that work out well. But uh, specifically, the the format how how we answer questions, like the availability to answer questions, the the fact that we put you know videos or podcasts or whatever out, how quickly we can answer emails, things like that. Like, is there something in our in the system of the way that we operate from day to day that you enjoy the most? Maybe I should put it that way. Making it hard for you. Yeah. You, know, you ask me that in 30, 45 minutes, that's when my brain actually starts working. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know what he's talking about now. I mean, but, um, you know. Um, I'll put it this way. I think that we do a lot of things that are better than what a lot of companies offer. I think that we do a lot of things that could that could be improved on. Uh, I think from your side of the support things, they're handled really, really well. I mean, I, I really don't think we're lacking anything there. Um, I would like to, at some point along all, all these projects that we keep talking about, right. um, I would like to have you know a place where it's easy to like give feedback from like a, a consumer standpoint, but like it always, every time I think about that, like it, it almost feels like it's not going to work out well. Like it's going to give uh, like you give a, you get a comment card at a restaurant and it's not that useful because like your attitude can, de- can depict the experience, like how you went into um, to purchasing anything. And I think that like a lot of times, you know, someone who has what they feel is a bad experience or they have a bad experience dealing with us, it's difficult to exp- it's difficult to express like how that could have been resolved or how that how that um, could have been avoided mm-hmm. because um, it's a lot of times it's the attitude coming into that purchase or into um, the issue that drives the response to. So I guess skip the question then, and uh, and I'll just make that comment that I do I do appreciate feedback. I certainly do. Um, so if if anybody has honest feedback from their perspective, then feel free to submit that to us. Um, I know you got to go here in a couple minutes, but I want to add um, down in the uh, description. There's going to be a link if you're interested in joining the podcast to talk about your truck build. Um, you can do that. It's just a little form to fill out uh, asking, you know, essentially what do you want to talk about, what kind of truck you have, things like that. Don't forget to get your swag at a discount. And then if you uh, – one of the things that I do want to cover in the coming podcast is going to be um, anything like like diesel news related that's worthy of sharing on here. Um, you can send an email to media at 1020diesel.com. And uh, and I want to start, you know, maybe covering a couple of topics on every episode because I think that's pretty cool. Um, it's hard to take the time to, to track down what the newest news is or things to discuss. But if you guys have anything you want to talk about, just send it to media at 1020.com. Anything else you want to talk about, Thomas? Nope, I'm tapped out. I'll stop ask, asking weird <laughs> questions in the future. <laughs> I appreciate you guys listening.
We'll see you next time.